For even more in-depth thoughts and opinions on the most recent releases and all of your favorite films, be sure to follow True Critic on Twitter at RideQuistJake. True Critic is always releasing fresh, spoiler-free analyses on movies every week and is always open to suggestions on films that you would like him to watch. Once again, that's True Critic on Twitter at RideQuistJake. That's at R-Y-D-Q-U-I-S-T-J-A-K-E. Welcome back to another episode of the True Critic Podcast. Today we're talking about another movie for you. I'm Jake Rydquist as always, and today I'm delighted to be joined by my great friend and college roommate, Cam Zierick. Cam, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back on the show, Jake. Cam, it's nice to have you, and I'm really glad we're here to talk about uh, one of the one of the most unique movies I've seen in a long time, and I'm really glad you and I were able to experience it together. Yep. Today we're here to talk about Cats. Obviously. <laughs> which... um is a never that happened yeah somehow. i man i really wish we didn't go to see this movie but <laughs> you and i were both pretty excited going in because yeah. we knew it was going to be like a disaster and it was it and more yeah because i i thought we would both be able to sit there and laugh at it and um nope no it's just really just not depressing funny. and hard to watch and so so bad in so so many different ways and it's to the point where i don't know exactly where i want to start this conversation but um (laughs) let's just get right into it um after i tell you that so this movie is directed by tom hooper who his other two most recent credits are the king's speech which won the oscar for best picture at the 2011 oscars and he won best director for it and then he directed uh les mis another musical adaptation which was not as well received as the King's Speech, but still quite impressive, and still received some Oscar attention. Now this movie is going to receive zero, nothing, zero, absolutely none. I nope. mean, if it gets a best song nominee, I'll be very disappointed because the music's terrible in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> the songs are awful. They're so incredibly repetitive, and they're all um, they're all the same kind of. Not that like they're all about the same thing, but they're all just introducing cats and just repeat the same chorus five or six times within a three-minute song. Yeah, they're mind-numbing. Yeah, they're incredibly painful and yeah. very annoying. But um, let's also go through uh, who wrote this movie. So the movie was written by Tom Hooper, who directed it, and another guy named Lee Hall, okay. whose other credits include Rocket Man, Victoria and Abdul, War Horse, and Billy Elliot, which are four critically acclaimed movies i've not seen all four but yeah, i know either, that they yeah. are acclaimed exactly we know of them and we know that they're all they all have a lot of positivity around them yeah and then he went from those to cats yeah which is such a drop off and it's, it's the same thing for tom hooper but um let's also go through the main stars in this movie you have uh francesca hayward who is a who's a no-name actress but she's a uh, she's a famous ballet dancer which is impressive in its own but yeah. um we also have Taylor Swift, Idris Elba, James Corden, Rebel Wilson, Judy Dench, Jennifer Hudson, Ian McKellen, Jason Derulo, and many more. That's a big cast. It's a big cast. A lot of talented people, a lot of talented actors, a lot of talented singers. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think that this movie is it as bad so as wrong. it is. Yeah. So um, let's start. Let's start with the most common complaint of this movie, <laughs> which is the the look of the cats. What, uh, yeah, what's your just general feeling about the look of the cats in so this movie? It's bad. Oh yeah, okay, for sure. It, the CG is awful in a lot of different ways. 
but mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, that's not really like the issue with the movie. I agree. 100%. Like I know I know people are saying that they're gonna remake it with new CG. Yeah. And that's just not gonna help yeah. at all because it's annoying at first, but honestly you just kinda get used to it. Yeah. I and agree. the rest of the stuff that's bad just surfaces even more when you mm-hmm. forget about the CG. Right, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. The look of the cats is not the worst thing about the movie for no. me. It's um don't get me wrong, right when you see it, you're like good god yeah. what were they thinking yeah. this looks so bad yeah but they're on their screen for the entire hour 50 minute runtime so about, once about the 45 minute mark hits and um some stuff with the stories introduced some like questionable plot devices are introduced the cats are just kind of there and you're yeah. like whatever it is what it is yeah and there's so much other stuff to distract you generous like. to call it a story as well yeah it, yeah but um aside from just the overall look of the cats and just um how weird and how like shiny their fur is and just how they have these human faces obviously human hands human feet some of them even wear shoes deliberately and there's like shots of close-up with cats and they'll lift their hands and you can tell there's no effort whatsoever there's like no makeup or anything there's no effort whatsoever to make them look any no cat-like in any way normal human hand yep but um another thing that really struck me as weird in this movie was um that some cats wear clothes and yeah. some some don't. <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. And the presence of cat genitals is implied, but you obviously can't see anything. It's a PG movie, and yeah. there's everything's covered up. But there's like three jokes. About yeah, it. there's there's jokes about genitals, and there's like there's a scene where a character gets hit in the yep. in the privates, and he's like obviously in a lot of pain, <laughs> and so it's very very weird in that aspect. And yeah. I mean, and not to mention that the the clothes they're wearing are often made out of fur. Yeah. So are we just led to believe that? Yeah, because there's one scene where cats, Rebel maybe. Wilson's cat just like takes off a <laughs> coat of cat fur. Yeah. There's like Jenny, no any or anything, and uh-huh. she just like makes like, there's like this zipper that appears and she yeah. just unzips her clothes. Yeah. The zipper's never visible. Only no. when only when she needs to unzip is it visible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's then there's a train conductor cat in overalls. Yep. Train but con- that raises questions about like who makes the clothes for cats exactly and. Uh, that's another uh, occupation of cats because yeah. i mean this guy is implied to be a train conductor like you said yep um the main villain of the movie mccavity idris elba's cat is implied to be this big criminal there's wanted posters for him all over this cat city yeah and it says wanted for everything is it a cat city though <laughs> we don't know but that's we'll get into that very soon <laughs> but um i mean is there is there cat law enforcement is yeah because they mentioned he breaks is there a crimes. cat prison I, yep. yeah i mean it is Oh, God. And then, okay, so going off of the look of things. Yeah. Cats aren't the only animals in this movie. Oh, no, they're not. There's there's a dog, which is not seen, but you hear it. Yep. And then there's also some mice that are very prevalent in the movie and yeah. some roaches that yep. are very prevalent in the movie. Yeah, and if you thought the cats looked bad, wait till you see yeah, the mice and the roaches. It's, um, you could tell all the effort went into the cats with their yeah. look, and like, they obviously missed the mark on that, but... I was trying to think after I saw the movie, and by the way, we saw this yesterday, and it has not been able to leave my mind. No, I wish. <laughs> it's I could usually it it's usually when you see a good movie and you're thinking about it a lot, but this movie is so catastrophically bad. <laughs> no pun in, yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> that I um, I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I'm thinking to myself like these mice and roaches look so incredibly bad, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. And then it hit me last night. Do you remember that like app? where you take a picture of your face and it puts it on an elf and the elf yes. just dances. Yes. <laughs> That's what these roaches and mice look like. It looked like it was just like a copy and paste of like a, a JPEG of someone's face onto this. It looks really, like a Snapchat filter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this really poorly designed animals. And like, 
Yeah. And I mean, like the roaches are made to look like people, but like the cats eat the roaches. Yeah. So that's really dark. And she also, it's like, the it's implied that the roaches are a part of like Rebel Wilson's like act. Yeah. Like her performance. Oh yeah, definitely. And then she like starts devouring roaches. Yeah. Speaking of uh, performances, um, let's uh, let's talk about the lead performance in this movie, which is, she's like the number one listed actor on yeah. uh, IMD, IMDb, and that's uh, Francesca Hayward, as we mentioned, who was the, he's a professional ballet uh, or ballerina, sorry, but yeah. um, her cat in this movie, I think maybe throughout the whole movie, says slash sings maybe a total of like 50 words, which like seems like a decent amount, but it's not. No, it's not. In the whole movie, she has the same facial expression. <laughs> I would say 75% of the movie is just you see her face <laughs> while she's doing like dances. Yeah. And she just looks like she's in pain. She looks like she's in pain. She looks like she's about to cry, but at the same time, she looks like almost like a sense of like sexual admiration towards whatever yep. she's looking at, which is weird because a lot of these cats seem very sexually attracted to her. Yeah, that's very, very yeah. much the case. Yeah, there's a lot of like neck rubbing and like head yep. rubbing in this movie, but there's no kissing. I'm no. say that up front. A lot of hissing too. A lot of hissing which and a, a lot of there. like characters locking eyes with their faces like an inch apart from Yeah, whenever they talk to each other, <laughs> yeah. they just inch like <laughs> yeah. right in front of each other. Yeah, it's, it's so, so weird. And... I mean, she's she's not the worst part of the movie for me in terms no. of performances. Rebel Wilson and James Corden are so incredibly annoying. Yep, they're as bad as you think they would be. <laughs> I know, and yeah, exactly. All the I saw jokes this are forced. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I mean, Jennifer Hudson is um the glamour cat, and when she sings at the very end, her voice is really good. Yeah, she's very talented. She's a very very great voice. So, I mean, that was the one redeeming thing for her. And then Taylor Swift is in this movie. She's in it for one scene to sing that one song. And Obvious, it's yeah. the worst song in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's an awful song. Obviously, she has a great mm-hmm. voice because she's a professional singer. Exactly. <laughs> but um, this is the one, her song is the one new song that's not from the original musical. Yep. And it definitely feels out of place, I would say, because she shows up out of nowhere and she's supposed to be like, I guess like this, like, like right hand man or like, oh yeah, she's, yeah, like, she's like, with, like to, to the villain of the movie. Yeah. Like she's like like on his side for some reason. Yeah, because she's no singing the song about is. him. Yeah, she's the only cat that doesn't sing a song about themselves, but sings it about somebody else yeah. for some for him. Yeah, which like doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because then he shows up halfway through the yeah. song. As and well. then he starts to sing, but then you realize that Idris Elba can't sing, so that's probably why they got yeah. Taylor Swift in the first Idris, place. Yeah, yeah, he's a terrible singer. Yeah, but no then, offense, um, Idris. Yeah, and then you also have some um, some older talents in this movie, like Judy Dench and Ian McKellen, who yeah. are laughably bad and judy dench <laughs> looks like the line from the wizard <laughs> yeah. of oz like the original wizard of oz yeah you turned to me about 30 minutes in the movie yep. when she first shows up and then you were like dude she looks like something but i can't put my finger <laughs> on it and then the next scene you were like dude she's the lion from <laughs> wizard of oz and i was like yeah yes and then i couldn't get that that image <laughs> out of my head for the rest of the movie yep and then ian mckellen's He's character, so weird so weird he yep. he hisses and meows i would say more than there's the average one scene cat in where he's movie. singing and then he just like rubs a pole oh his head. yeah that's weird and then the magic mm-hmm. cat does the same thing yep yeah because he admires him yeah i don't know oh it's it's very unclear yeah very unclear and his know. his singing is really really bad yeah. which is excuse me it hurts to say because ian mckellen's so talented yep. but it's just it's really depressing to watch yeah so now that we've talked a little bit about the performances, let's um, <laughs> let's talk about the story of this movie. Oh boy, it's kind of hard to talk yeah. about because you have to like decipher right. it while you're watching. So yeah, the movie opens and our lead cat, played by Francesca Hayward, her name's yep. Victoria in the movie. She's yep. dumped into an alley and um, is Classic. out of a pillowcase, yep. and she is immediately surrounded by these cats. 
Again. You ever found out why <laughs> she was dumped? <laughs> nope, we don't. It's implied. We're led to believe possibly prostitution. Maybe. Possibly a whole lot of other things. Owner so just, being, just didn't want him. Just being a bad kitty. We don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Clearly she was unwanted by whoever yeah. dumped her there. Yeah. But anyway, she's surrounded by these cats who claim that they are jellicles. Yep. Whatever that means. And then they just sing to her about how jellicle cats can and jellicle cats do <laughs> in just very vague and like, repetitive personality traits of these jellicle cats. Yep. But um they never exactly explain what they are. No, I still have no idea what a jellicle mm-hmm. cat is. And yeah, and it's even, like a cult. Exactly. And later in the movie, like she goes up to Judy Dench's cat, who's like this queen cat, the leader of the cats. Yeah. Um Old Deuteronomy is her name, but she's <laughs> whatever that means. And she's like, Am I a jellicle cat yet? And Judy Dench is like, mm, you're almost there. And <laughs> you're we're, so close. We're just sitting in the theater, you and I, and we're like, What? Like, what are the qualifications of a jellicle cat? <laughs> it's never established. But yeah, and then from there, it's briefly mentioned that there's the jellicle ball, which is this, <laughs> I guess, huge meeting of cats where certain contestants which i don't know how you become a contestant how you're not a contestant but you have to sing a song about yourself Mm -hmm. and then old deuteronomy judy dench's cat decides whether or not you deserve a new life yeah which like i guess is kind of interesting because like you know cats have nine lives thing but then like it just doesn't make any sense this is their 10th life yeah exactly is it but like it's they mentioned like it's it's implied that it's their second life so it's like if you win it once can you win it seven more times yeah but, um, does, there's no like rules set. yeah it's really really weird in that, that sense the other thing off that is there's singing and dancing mm-hmm. outside the yeah. competitions so you have no idea when they're <laughs> right, singing yeah. for the competition yeah, or yeah exactly and like towards the end of the movie they're like um idris elba's character who's trying to eliminate the competition using magic <laughs> somehow because he's like somehow the only magic cat with the exception of the magic the cat. Ma- of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's probably, I would say like 10, close to probably 10 different songs in this movie sung by different cats that introduce themselves. Yeah. But in the end of the movie, it's revealed that like only four of them were contestants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so that was really weird and just doesn't make any sense. And nope. it's like, why did we sit through to listen to these cats sing about themselves in the first place? And they're just not a contestant. Yeah. And then the jellicle ball happens and they pick a cat that's just totally random like you can tell from like they the were minute, gonna pick the cat the minute this one cat's introduced you're yeah. like well they're gonna win the jellicle ball yeah. but like they're in like two scenes yeah. other than that and then they just sing this big ballad at the end and you're like well i guess she deserves a new and life for some reason every every cat's crying yeah and um very emotional yeah great scene <laughs> but um yeah, and it was just And so, she gets on a hot air balloon. She gets on a hot air balloon, and that's the last we see of her. We're led to believe she floats into the sun and yep. starts her new life. Yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, the rest of the major cats are <laughs> basically perched on or standing around a big cat statue and yep. proceed to look directly into the camera yep. and tell the audience that cats are not dogs and cats are like particular animals and we should treat them with more respect yeah and I think, is what simultaneously like hinting at that if you don't like this movie you just don't get it yeah <laughs> which it's like yeah they, they explain like everything yeah. that you need to know to understand this movie is here yeah like, basically if you don't understand <laughs> yeah. it you're dumb yeah yeah exactly you're ignorant for not understanding cats <laughs> yeah. which doesn't make any sense because the movie doesn't make any sense exactly the whole movie is just a colossal mess <laughs> which um and another thing about these songs is um I want to say two things about them. One is that um so like we said these these songs are introductions for cats. Yeah. There's cats singing their own songs about themselves like the curious cat, the the grouchy cat or grumpy cat whatever it is, theater cat. Yep, theater cat, magic cat, all these different <laughs> cats. 
And but like what happens is like this cat will just walk on screen out of nowhere mm-hmm. and a different cat will be like, oh, hey, there's Jenny Any Dots, the grumpy cat who's very <laughs> lazy. And it's like that was the whole exposition right there. Like, I don't need to hear a song all about it. <laughs> and now. they're like seven minutes. <laughs> exactly. These songs are long, repetitive. And it's just like I mean, they're probably not as long as we think they are, but they're just so they bad. that Yeah. And it's just like. It's just so, it's such a lazy way of exposition too. Yeah, no like, effort. I mean, usually when I listen to music, I'm not trying to like pick out the words as much, no. especially the first time listening to it. Especially when there's a bunch of dancing going on exactly too. Exactly too. There's a lot to look at. Yeah. And so like, it, it's it's often like hard to, you know, understand just how like it is with any song. And I mean, yeah. the, the music's very overpowering too. You get mm-hmm. a lot of these big instrumentals in the background. And that's the only information you get about. And that's about the only int- information you get about these cats. And anything, yeah. A, many of these cats like, sing their introduction song and then boom they're off screen and yeah. like that's pretty much all you get for them yeah, for the entire movie yeah <laughs> which um and then another thing about these songs with the cats is that the locations of the songs are really weird for yeah. instance like we we talked about it during the movie the conductor cat yeah he starts singing his song in this building <laughs> called the egyptian yep and then like literally this the um the movie just cuts like mm-hmm. it's just this normal cut and they're standing on the train tracks yeah. all of a sudden, picking up at the song right where they left off. Yep. Like, you're like, how did they like get they there? they teleported. Was this an organized thing? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, they <laughs> teleported. And then they'll sing, they sing on the train tracks for a little bit. And then, boom, they cut. And now they're on a train. Yeah. And then you're like, what? And then, I, who knows what train? And then they cut, boom, they're back, they're back in the street out front of the Egyptian. And then, boom, cut again, they're back in the Egyptian. Yep. But they never stop singing. And nope. you're like, how, how are they getting from point A to point B here? <laughs> It is. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. And then um, that's the theme of this movie. Yeah, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, it's just make something so stupid and then just call the audience stupid for not, for not understanding, understanding it. <laughs> After not explaining yeah. anything. Yeah, and, and so, just shoving it, song it, and dance at you for an hour and a half. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So speaking of the dance, so a big part of this movie going in, having their lead actress be a ballerina, yeah, was supposed to be the choreography. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw this behind the scenes thing that talked about how much effort went into the choreography for these dance numbers. <laughs> and the overall design and CGI of these cats makes the choreography look so much worse than it is. Yeah. Because I'm you sure can, it took a while to do. Yeah. You can tell like if this was just a normal person doing the movements of these cats, which yeah. is entirely possible. And it's like, I think it's what they did do is they took these movements and then computerized cat fur onto them after. Nice. Like you'd be like, if it was just a normal person doing that, you'd be like, that's really impressive that they can move their body like that. But Mm -hmm. then you get these, then you get the cat like effects added on and it looks so like. Unnatural. Fast, slow, and just like all out of sync. Yeah. And then like anytime a cat has to jump in this movie, (laughs) like you can tell it's just noticeably like. Like it looks like it was shot in a completely different frame rate than everything else. Yeah, they jump they like, like super slow. Yeah, they float almost. Yeah, it's yeah. Which maybe is implying that like cats, mm-hmm. like when they jump from high heights, they don't like get hurt. I I guess so. Maybe, I mean maybe maybe we're not getting maybe, them I was enough credit. Say, wow, dang, wow, maybe okay. Cats is a good movie. I changed my mind. <laughs> okay, but um, another thing I want to get into, and I'll let you start with this. This was the most annoying thing in the movie for me, and it was the it was the size proportions of everything. <laughs> yeah, the size doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, which is something you would think is so easy to just like. I know. Okay, they're cats, so everything's big. Yeah. Okay, but then they don't aren't consistent with that yeah. idea. In some cases, they went like the things 
it was yeah, most of the time it was that everything around these cats was way too big. Yeah. Now I guess us being humans, we think everything's normal size and we don't look at stuff from the yeah. perspective of a cat I enough guess, yeah. as much as we should be. Yeah. But everything is like looks to be the size of a human like a human like a human house. A yeah. human like um like old theater room like the Egyptian in this movie. But this whole like city where this whole movie takes place is so obviously meant for cats. Yeah, there's a milk bar. There's a milk bar. You ever been there, to a human yeah. milk bar? There's there's cat statues. <laughs> yeah. And but humans humans are mentioned in the movie. And you never see a human. Too. There's cars, yeah. There's a dog, like we said, that's off screen. Mm-hmm. So humans are mentioned and human like things are mentioned a lot, but you never see one. Mm-mm. So you're led to believe like or you're like you're begged to ask the question, who is this world meant for? Because <laughs> Who lives in it? Exactly. I mean, we get that these jellicle cats live here, but everything's way too big. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't make their own world exactly. with everything huge. And there's occupations for cats, so it looks like they obviously have the capability to make their own world, yeah. but for some reason everything is huge. Yeah, and like there's houses in this movie. Like these cats will either sneak into houses <laughs> or they live in these houses. Yeah. Where there's kitchens, bedrooms, living rooms. And well, the one so- they sing one song about breaking into a they house, do, so yeah. they, they have some place to stay or something. Yep. And then those cats just kind of are in the background the rest of the movie after that song. Yeah, and they they break into this house, mm-hmm. and there's a set dinner table, which <laughs> yeah. is definitely not set by cats. Yeah, no. So there's a human family living in that house, yeah. but they go into like every room, and they're just yeah. not there. Yeah, and that's like yeah, they're at the dinner table. I forget exactly what the one cat picks up. It looks like almost like a like a rack of ribs. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like a lamb shack. It could have been like something like that, but it is like twice the size of the cat. Yeah, and it's it, huge. it does does not make any sense. <laughs> but um, and yeah, so some more stuff with the size I want to talk about is so the mice and roaches that we hinted at they're in this movie. Yeah, the mice are like pretty much look like almost the same size as the roaches. I would say, and they're yeah. a size of like maybe it could fit in like the palm of one of the cat's hands. Yeah. Which is kind of, well, it's just okay, because, like, a mice... Yeah, it's still too small, but, like... Well, yeah, but, like, you could... It's okay. Yeah, I mean... But then, like, you get, like... There's a scene where um, a bunch of cats dig through trash. Yeah. And they find, like, a piece of shrimp. (laughs) And the piece of shrimp is, like, half the size of a cat. It's the biggest piece of shrimp you've ever seen. (laughs) Exactly. It's, like, this this shrimp is... I'm not exaggerating. It's probably 10 times to 15 times size the size of one mouse or one roach. Which which I don't think that's... Which is not how that works. (laughs) I'm not a shrimp expert, yeah. but and then like they also like pick up like a like a bone, like almost like looks like a dog bone when they're digging through the trash, and that's like the size of almost a full cat. Yeah. And it's one bone. Yeah. It's Is so, it human bone, maybe? Perhaps. Maybe they killed all the humans. Yeah, that's why they while they were trying to eat dinner. Yeah, I guess a gangster human got in a lot of trouble at the milk bar. Yeah. And probably and was, was killed in the back alley. <laughs> yeah. But um and yeah, I mean just in the houses too, like there's scenes of cats on beds and chairs and they are microscopic on the bed yeah, and the beds chair. are ginormous yeah and like we and there's a scene like we talked about they're on the train track <laughs> and they are so so tiny on these train tracks like they are a size of like a grain of wood on this yeah. train track <laughs> and it's just all over the place like that for the entire movie and it's incredibly distracting yep and the the, the background images of the city are just catastrophically mm-hmm. huge yeah i mean like you see like a clock tower that looks like identical to, like big ben yeah so you're like i'm pretty sure it's in london yeah i would think yeah i think, I think that's like how the play goes it's yeah like, right. i mean a lot of i think almost all the cats in this movie have a british accent yeah or an english accent of some kind so i think i'm i don't know anything about the play but i think i've heard somewhere that it's in london <laughs> i 
could be. I know nothing about this play. I don't think <laughs> I, have, I have very little background information on this. But um, another thing I want to talk about is um, so McCavity, like we <laughs> like we talked about, is uh, he's played by Idris Elba, and the he's, he's the villain of this movie. He's the bad cat. Yep. And he uses magic, and he is one of two cats that does. Yeah. And it is there is zero explanation as to what his powers are and what he can do like the limits of his power exactly he teleports a lot of cats he makes them disappear teleport himself he teleports himself yeah he and then that brings in um this is shown during taylor swift's song number um we're led to believe it's all catnip yeah, she, she dumps this like glittery dust pile of catnip yeah. well, on the her crowd. bottle says catnip on it. Yep, it's and then bedazzled. but then when it hits the crowd of the people listening to her song, mm-hmm. they, it's almost like they get like, possessed. They're like in, possessed. They're intoxicated. Yeah. Something happened. They're yeah. on drugs, maybe because <laughs> they're just like super loopy and out of it once the catnip mm-hmm. hits them. Also, the catnip comes out of the moon that she's it, right, sitting yeah, on. The convenient moon that is for, filled with catnip. <laughs> yep. Not yeah. Exactly. It out. And then um. So that the catnip has that effect on those cats. Yeah. But whenever Idris Elba makes a cat disappear, or he disappears himself, or teleports, as we called it, it lo- like a cloud of dust appears right after, and it looks just like the yeah, catnip. It looks like the exact same thing as a catnip. So <laughs> this are this, cats made of catnip? Yeah, I don't know. I've never this, the power of this catnip. <laughs> what is the catnip? We don't know because I, it's got a variety of powers. It looks like, but <laughs> yet again, we just get no no explanation. And apparently, you can learn how to use a teleportation ability yeah because the mm-hmm. magic cat the magic cat out of nowhere can just uh-huh. do it yeah but it's uh it's seen like off screen he's trying to bring a certain cat back yeah and then that cat comes back like off screen is like hey what's up <laughs> and it's like, like trying six times and, and not working like, mm-hmm. like what <laughs> well it, they make they make, lead it out to be like mm-hmm. it's like an inside out when they have to sing to get the the oh uh, yeah get out from the right 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 yeah it's they make it believe like if they sing enough he'll get the power <laughs> right. to be able to teleport this character oh my back God. so they have to say that they and sing the same so thing, they sing the same thing times. like four or five times yeah. and the first time is definitely like the most enthusiastic yeah and but for some reason the last time they do it is when it works yeah there so you could tell that like, goes out the window a significantly less amount of cats are into it they're like whatever his name is magical mr mustophilus yeah. i think it is something like that but yeah, so and then he gets of, it to go, and he yeah, she comes back. A lot of things Fine. just don't add up. And then another no. thing that I wanted to talk about was um, they try to incorporate a lot more humor than I expected them to in this movie, and almost all of it's from Rebel Wilson and James Corden. Yeah, and it's so so bad. Yep. Well, they're not funny, so <laughs> they are not funny, and a lot of it's fat jokes, which yep. is like, I mean, not that it, that's like offensive or anything. It's just like. Kind That's of poor just, taste. It's just not funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, Plus, why is it in like movie book? It's just it's just such low hanging fruit, and it's like we can obviously tell they're supposed to be the fat cats, and it's like yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also just so so many cat puns <laughs> in the movie, which you can expect going to see movie cats. Yeah. And but like, and it, a lot of it's done for humor, but there's times where it's not done for humor, and they're like dead serious about it. Like yeah. um. <laughs> Right when Victoria, the main cat, is introduced in the beginning of the movie, and like the first song number stops, all these cats like go behind these bars, and they're in like this graveyard looking like yeah. place almost, and they're like, "Oh, what's your name?" And she's like not answering, trying to get in between the bars, and they're like, "What cat got your tongue?" <laughs> but like they're dead serious about it, and 
I'm just sitting there like, how how am I supposed to take this seriously? Yeah, it almost feels like the one the cat puns that were like in serious moments were funnier than the cat puns that were supposed <laughs> to be funny. Exactly. Yeah. It's whenever yeah. I was supposed to laugh, I absolutely did not. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I feel like we've hit a lot of what I wanted to talk about. Is there anything else you wanted to say about cats? Um, don't go see it. <laughs> yeah, Cats is definitely easily one of the worst movies i've seen in a long long time maybe one of the worst movies i've seen it, ever. it's definitely up there i don't think it's i it can't is, think of any off the top of my head it is just mind-boggling that this movie exists yeah and got made it for for how much money they put into it they put in almost a hundred million dollars into just the making made of the movie 6.5 million yeah, on its first weekend, weekend. <laughs> it's got a long way to go but i think i think it'll catch steam and make <laughs> all that money back especially, especially when they remake yeah, exactly because that's gonna help a lot yeah but yeah so well, thanks for talking with me, Cam. Another yep. another episode of the True Critic Podcast in the books and looking forward to seeing you next week. The True Critic Podcast is a production of Coat Media Group. I'm Jake Rydquist, the host, writer, and executive producer of the True Critic Podcast. Our producers are Teddy Hirschfield and Kobe Manzo. Our executive producer is Teddy Hirschfield, and our associate producer is Kobe Manzo. Our theme song is Tech Knowledge by Peter Spacey, found from Artlist.io. Coat Media Group is your source for professional, quality, video editing, and audio content for corporate and personal video production. You can contact Coat Media Group at coat.mediagroup at gmail.com, or you can visit their website at www.coatmediagroup.weebly.com.